0: Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Is what's happening across our nation. The far-left mob targets the homes of top Republicans. The Department of Justice labels three U.S. cities anarchy zones. New York City's real estate market craters. A majority of Americans have less than $400 in the bank. NFL ratings continue to plummet. Also ahead, are we now living in Lunistan? But first, angry activists protesting outside the homes of prominent Republicans after the GOP vowed to move forward on a new Supreme Court justice. The mob descending on the houses of Senators Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and Lamar Alexander, demanding the lawmakers wait until after the November election to vote on a new Supreme Court justice. The Department of Justice designating New York City, Portland, Oregon, Seattle as anarchist jurisdictions. The Trump administration claiming the towns permit violence against people and property without repercussion. The move could limit federal funding for those towns. New York Mayor de Blasio still insists violence is no big deal. Average home price in Manhattan plummeting and whopping 56% since June, while housing costs in the New York suburbs increased 21 percent. Commercial real estate in the Big Apple also on the decline. A recent survey from the New York Post says nine in ten restaurants and bars were unable to pay rent in August. Patrons can start dining outside on November 30th in New York City at 25 percent capacity. The city is a disaster. A new study from Chase says two of five Americans do not have $400 in the bank. The survey shows 25% of U.S. adults have just enough money to cover one month's worth of bills. About 20% don't even have a savings account at all. Basic expense for the average American, rent and credit card bills. Football fans abandoning the NFL in record numbers. Ratings for Sunday Night Football down another 17% from the league's opening week. Just 12 million people watched the New York Patriots take on the Seattle Seahawks. That's a 25% decline from the same time last season. In a moment, as we all know, things are getting crazy in America. Are we living in Lunistan? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Welcome to Lunistan. The combination of COVID fear and a presidential campaign largely based on loathing seems to have created a virtual army of loons who careen across the American landscape like decomposing zombies. I mean, mass hysteria doesn't even begin to cover it. On the political front, both presidential candidates have obvious deficits, yet many of their supporters refuse to acknowledge them. The absolute truth is, President Trump says whatever pops into his mind, no filter, little verification, that can cause problems, obviously. Joe Biden's mind is, well, kind of hard to define. And it's difficult to follow his thought process on many occasions. Bewitched, bothered, bewildered, or something. In his CNN town hall last week, Mr. Biden said, quote, all the people would still be alive today had Mr. Trump not botched the COVID response. Quite the statement. Mr. O'Biden also opined that 200 million folks have died from COVID there are 330 million in the United States, so we'll have lots of space. Therefore, the electorate now has to decide whether the two guys who could say anything at any time should be the next president. As Rod Serling once said, we are traveling in another dimension. It is my belief that COVID combined with racial tension, fused with political hatred on both the left and the right, Has created a kind of madness. So let's take a look. On the right, a number of folks seem to think that wearing a mask to ward off the contagion is a hoax. They apparently believe this despite the fact that New York successfully blunted COVID after everybody masked up. On the left, zealots are rooting for another lockdown. So President Trump gets hurt. Vaccine? Not until after November 3rd for them. The racial thing is totally unhinged. On campuses, the witch hunt to identify racists makes Salem look rational. Writing for The Hill, Georgetown law professor Jonathan Turley reports this about the college environment An emerging view is that all whites are racist, or at least presumptively racist. Angela Bell, an assistant professor of psychology at Lafayette College in Pennsylvania, Put it simply, quote, if you have to ask if you're a racist, you are, and if you're not asking if you're a racist, you are, unquote. No word on whether Lafayette has a degree in being a racist. According to Ms. Bell, everyone has credits. So we are living in a golden age of lunacy, where a battalion of nurse ratchets vigilantly patrols the media and academia. There's no escaping these people, no denying the USA is quickly turning into Lunastan. New passports are on the drawing board. So don't be surprised if the nation's two big reality TV programs are America's Got COVID and Dancing with the Racists. There will be no shortage of contestants. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. Disagree? I want to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. It's a huge bestseller. I'm very pleased, and I thank everybody supporting the book. In a moment, something you might not know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woo a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in September 1692, seven women, one man, were hanged in a tiny village in eastern Massachusetts. One of the victims shouted, quote, please don't believe what the children say, unquote. The eight victims were the last executions of the Salem Witch Trials, which I referred to in my commentary, a bizarre regional frenzy that seized colonial America for months. Starting in February of 1692, two young girls began having fits. A local doctor described the condition as beyond the power of a natural disease. Other children then began complaining of feeling pinched or pricked with pins in the middle of the night. Within days, townsfolk accused three people of practicing witchcraft against the children. Over the next few weeks, dozens were facing trials for colluding with Satan in exchange for wealth and power. The youngest accused was four years old. She ultimately implicated her mother upon questioning. The local minister even published a book, still available today, titled A Brief and True Narrative of Some Remarkable Passages Relating to Sundry Persons Afflicted by Witchcraft at Our Village. The methods used to detect the devil in Salem were even more bizarre. The alleged witch would touch blindfolded members of the community. If they fell down or screamed on contact, the verdict was guilty, you're a witch. Others were dunked in ice-cold water, burned using a metal crucifix. In the end, most confessed to avoid torture. By September, 200 people had been accused of witchcraft, 30 found guilty, 19 executed. And here's something else you might not know. Modern psychologists believe the cause of the girls' original condition was actually pretty simple. They were lying. Life in colonial New England was brutal. Villagers under constant threat of Indian attacks, starvation, frigid temperatures. Couple those conditions with religious fervor and malnutrition, many children collapse psychologically. But it also came down to ignorance and lies on the part of the adults and kids. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.